Welcome to Wisdom's Echo. My name is Danielle Elinas, and I'm here to share with you an insight of the day. Today, I want to talk with you about union, and toward the end of uh, this insight today, I will um, do an activation, a practical activation with you. Well, it is the beginning of a new year. Uh, the time that this is being recorded, and I rejoice in what Yahweh is doing. At this time, many would say that there is quite a bit of chaos all over the earth, and where I'm from in the United States, we are living in a time that is really unprecedented for our generation where um, the political realm is really chaotic and divided, and there is a lot of unknowns. We are in a place where many prophets have prophesied, the news media has reported, and much of what has been said and what we're hearing is coming forth to be untrue, unfounded, and um, really there is no one that has a public voice that I know of that knows exactly what's happening and is reporting it accurately these days. And, you know, I spoke about rejoicing in all things the last time I believe that I shared with you. Paul says to rejoice in union with him in all things. And and again, I say rejoice. And I spoke about how it's impossible to rejoice in all things unless we put it against the context of being in union with him. And I believe that these times when things are challenging is the time to dig deeper. It actually forces us to have to dig deeper and go deeper to seek and find Yahweh. It's easier to see him when things feel peaceful and there's great understanding, but when things are chaotic and challenging, we have to look a little deeper to find him in the midst of the chaos. And he is always there. He's always with us. And we always have access to union with him. He is not far away. I want to read to you from Acts 17, 24 through 28. The God that made the world and all things therein, he being Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Neither is he served by men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he himself giveth to all life and breath and all things. And he made of one 
every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed seasons and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek God, if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As certain even of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. I want to go to the part, back to the part, and just reread this part of the scripture. He himself giveth to all things life and breath and all things. And he made of one every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed seasons and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek God, if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being." This tells us that regardless of where we are at this time in our lives geographically, we are here at this appointed time during this appointed season for his purposes. You were created for such a time as this. And I want to point out that that Even saying that reminds me of Esther. It reminds me of Joseph. It reminds me of Daniel. Those who lived in times that were similar or even much worse than the times that we're living in now and that we find ourselves. And what I know and admire most about them is that in the times that they lived, in those chaotic times where they were in very oppressive Um, environments that they lived in, that they walked in honor, they walked in understanding, and they walked with God. All three of them sought after him, finding him, recognizing that he is not far. And Out of that union, they were able to operate out of realms of responsibility and opportunity that God had given them for that appointed time. And I want to just encourage you, if you're in a place and you don't know what to do, um, you have people around you, maybe in your family, maybe friends, maybe people that you work with who are fearful and afraid, who are extremely indignant about how they feel about the things that are happening, uh, who may really walk around with a great burden, anything like that, and you're not sure what to do, I want to encourage you that you are within the bounds of the habitation that God determined for you and that your responsibility is to go deeper, to find and to seek him 
in these places and that in him, he will show you life. He will show you how to move from that place of union and he will show you how to be. I believe that Yahweh is providing us with opportunities during this time to release his kingdom, to release his peace to those around us who during this time find themselves in the midst of the chaos and they cannot see him or they cannot find peace. You see, Esther and Joseph and Daniel all found and discovered opportunities to have influence in the worst places, whether it be prison, whether it be in an oppressive situation uh, where their people were going to be completely destroyed. And in those places, they were able to honor those, even those who were the enemy, those who were oppressing them. They walked in honor, and through that honor, God gave them the influence they needed to bring forth transformation and change and even save their people. And so I just encourage you today to be one of those where at the end of your day, you have walked in union with God because that's what we know about the three of them, that they walked in union and operated out of union to honor those around them and divine justice and opportunity for transformation came out of their lives. One way that I actually have learned to engage with Yahweh in a very practical way is through breathing. And I know that um, there have been some of the Wisdom's Echo um, insights have actually talked about breathing, which is a huge blessing. And I, I really encourage you to learn more and understand about breathing. But the way that Yahweh has led me into the breath and into union with him most recently is through this exercise that I do um, in breathing. And so what I do is I imagine standing face to face with Yahweh, my eyes to eyes, nose to nose, mouth to mouth, even my hands, I raise my hands up as if I'm standing in front of Yahweh, face to face, hands to hands. And in that place, I step in by faith into that place with him. And I take a big breath of his purity and his holiness, and I breathe in. And I hold and behold his holiness and his purity in that moment. And then I release that breath and say the first consonant of his name, Yod. 
and I release that holiness that I just breathed into myself back to him. And in that, I see this union forming, my breath becoming holy because of his breath and releasing that union back to him. And so I breathe in, behold, breathe out, yod, releasing that holiness and that beauty back to him. And then I just picture that union with him, in him now. He is in me, that breath in of his holiness. I am in him, my breath back to him. And then I breathe in again. I breathe it in again and I release it to over my body and over the things of the earth. And then I say that next consonant of Yahweh's name, hey. And so I breathe in him in me and me in him. I behold and then I release that over the earth, the environment around me, over my body. And I say, hey. And I'm not going to sing it for you. I'm just saying it today. But I release that over my body and over the earth, that union. And then what I do is I take that union of him and me and me and him and him and my circumstances on the earth, him in my body. And I breathe all of that in as he purifies my environment, my body, my spirit, and I breathe it all in. And I behold and I release it back to him face to face, that breath back to him, the holiness of what he's cleansed in my life. And I breathe it back to him and I say, Vav. And then I take all of this face to face, me and him, him and me, my earthly circumstances in him, bathed in his purity and his holiness. And I breathe that breath of God back. And I behold. And I release it out over my body again. And my earthly circumstances, the fullness of union with him. And I say, hey, yad, hey, vav, hey. It's said that actually those are aspirated consonants in the Hebrew. They're actually breaths that the way that you say them properly is through the breath, the very breath, the very life of him in you in this union with Yahweh. And so let's just do that one more time. Breathe in his holiness and release it back. Yod. 
Now breathe in his breath in you. Breathe it back to him. Hey. Now breathe in again, that union. You and him, him and you. Behold, breathe it out over your body and over your earthly circumstances. Now breathe in that union on earth with him and you and you and him in heaven. Behold, and now breathe it back to him face to face. Hey. I encourage you to practice that or just as the Lord leads you, begin to frame up your circumstances in his breath and in his life, in his name. He is in these circumstances and he is not far away and he can be found in the midst of your chaos by turning your attention toward him by standing face to face by breathing in his holiness and releasing it over your circumstances and over your environment around you and by taking those things and offering those things in his holiness back to him. Bless you today.